Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sun Podcast. This is a little extra conversation for Sutton United Talk Time on podcasts. I'm very, very pleased to be joined now by Ed, who has heard that intro. Obviously, all that music and the the commentary was something that he's not been involved with. Um, But Ed has just started at the club a couple of weeks ago, um, and he is the head of club development. So hello, Ed. How are you? Yeah, very well, Mike. Uh, good to yeah. be here and good to talk to you. Uh, you hunted me down quite quickly once you uh, <laughs> saw I joined. Yeah, I did it before you got the chance to listen to realise how awful they were. So <laughs> before you could have a chance to back out. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to probably have another look at the intro now with all, all the extra um, <laughs> things that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, you're uh, going to have to obviously try and take credit. You've only started the job two weeks. And within your first two weeks, here we are at Wembley. Uh, have you mentioned that to Bruce? That surely <laughs> I haven't mentioned to anyone. Well, no, not yet. But but I, I think I should take full responsibility for the success on the pitch. <laughs> I, uh, no, it was. It, it's you know what? It's it, I joke, but it's it's been absolutely amazing. Um, and it's you know it's it's testament to the work going on by by the staff on and off the pitch. The just the phenomenal success of this club. It's. The story just it, it it's just incredible absolutely incredible and 
what obviously we're doing it as an audio but what people can't see is ed is doing exactly the same as most of the rest of us throughout the season just the head is just shaking going i don't understand what's going on i'm very confused right now <laughs> yeah but, it's it, it's it, it's incredible i was actually away this week unfortunately i was in the middle east and i was watching it on a lap basically somebody was facetiming it facetiming me I was stood on the roof of a hotel watching the penalties via someone else FaceTiming the TV, trying to see what was going on. So it's, it was pretty incredible. But uh, yeah. yeah, a great start. A great start for me, but uh, an incredible time for the club. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're all very, very much looking forward to, to the women. It only, I said this last week, I think it was probably one of the, the quietest I've been on the, the video. Um, only sort of dawned on me on the on the morning after over breakfast as I was looking through my Twitter feed that I was like, there's actually a trophy at the end of this. It wasn't just about getting to Wembley. It was <laughs> we now have another match to go. It's like, oh my God, that's just yeah. blown my mind. I can't can't quite understand yeah. this. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been absolutely amazing. But obviously your 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 job isn't so much what's gone on. It's not so much what's happening right now. We're talking the next few years. So you're head of club development. So what's yeah mean to to, to what, me and what, all the other what does that mean to everyone so so i think one of the things that attracted me to to the club was was its story um and the journey it's on which i find fascinating i think it's an incredible project to now be involved with and i think everyone i've met the enthusiasm um is 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 frightening it, it it's such an exciting time for the club um and you know if i was a I've been a lifelong fan, you know, I, I would cherish these moments um, and hold them very dearly because this is an incredibly exciting time. So in terms of the job, it, it's kind of a, a twofold position, really. It kind of, it covers both um, looking at the commercial side of the club and how we can, as we move into the professional era now, um, how we can develop that side uh, of what we do. And also the other bit of it is kind of a sporting director role. So one of the projects I'm working on at the moment, for example, is looking at the training ground facilities and what's the short, medium and long-term plan for us there. Um, where, where do we see our, our short-term home? Um, where are we going to invest long term, but also how do we improve everything around the edges of that as well? And how do we have best in class? Um, I, I'm really big on, we may not have the budget of a, a Man City, we may not have the budget of a Sheffield Wednesday, we may not have the budget of, you know, <sighs> whoever in League Two, but we can, we can pull out, you know, whatever we can. I'm a, I'm a big fan of clubs like Southampton who do things their own way. <clears throat> and I think it's really important that we do pave our own way. Um, coming from where we've come from and, and where we are currently, you know, we've got a blank bit of paper. We can look at things differently. We can do things differently. Um, it's it's just all very, very exciting. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's when you say enjoy the moments, the, the pro problem, inverted commas, is they don't seem to be stopping. They just keep coming and coming and coming. <laughs> well, yeah. we, we hope not. We, we hope not. And, um, you know, I think, I think as part of the, the planning that will go on, um, I, I think the last 12 months or the last 18 months, everyone I've been speaking to, in fact, no, probably the last 12 months, um, 
moving up to League Two was such an enormous undertaking, and and the amount of work that's that I can see has gone on backstage is unbelievable. Um, still on a huge voluntary basis, you know, the club mm. is still still a voluntary club uh, as it stands. Um, and, and part of my remit is to to help that transition to a more professional outfit, which we need to do because look, we want success to keep coming to the club. Um, and we need we we know that we need to fund that, and we need to run as a professional football club in the next few years. So it's uh, an exciting time. But as, as part of this, we we will be planning for the next three, five, ten years, um, because the clubs that are successful, like a Southampton, you know, they always had their way. They always talked about a five, ten year plan, um, and they bat themselves against it. So, you know, I, actually they won the, well, what was it about then, a Johnson's Paint Trophy um, yeah, when probably. they were in League One and they had a five-year plan and that kick-started them back to the Premiership in three and a half years. So everything's achievable. Everything's uh, achievable. They, they, they are a, a, a really good model. I mean, I've, I said almost jokingly um, about Southampton a few years ago where, Apparently, all their teams play a very similar way, right the way up. And yeah. essentially, you can just pick up a player from the under-12s, yeah. put him in the first team, and he kind of knows what his job should be doing. Um, obviously, yeah. he wouldn't get to do it. But that's why when players who looked great for Southampton went elsewhere, people weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing, and they didn't always... Yeah, no, 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 you're absolutely right. You know, it's the same style. And, and I was listening to the chief exec there a few weeks ago, and he was saying that... Hassan Hussle is the best manager in the world for Southampton because, and I kind of thought, well, okay, what does he really mean by that? But what he meant was for their budget, for where they are, the style of play they have to adopt to beat big teams, to, to drag the ability out of what they've got, to, to find that one, two percent, he's the best man for the job. Pep Guardiola wouldn't win the league with Southampton. No. And, you know, Hassan Hooter will drag the talent out of those guys and find a way of combating yeah. the clops and the what have you. And finding the extra one, two percent, you know, have we got the best possible facilities we've got for the players at League Two? Are our, are our facilities the best in League Two? Are they better than League One sides? You know, we need to stretch and stretch what we can within our limitations. And if that means thinking differently, then so be it. Excellent. So you're you're more of a an overarching a viewpoint than necessarily the first team. Obviously, you want the first team to do well, but it's it's more. Yeah, like... it's, it's it's got to be. It's 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 paramount to a club's success. Um, it, you know, we you know <laughs> the priority's got to be on the first team, obviously. Um, but and you know, we're not just talking about you know youth and scholars, what have you, but women's football as well. Um. We would be incredibly short-sighted um, not to not to try and progress every single age group, man and woman, as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, success doesn't just come in one specific area. You know, we can make bold statements like saying we want to be the best club in the UK. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing. I, I'm not scared of, of making statements like that. Um, you become the best pound-for-pound pound club. That's what your aim is. You go, we've got the best in class at everything from where we're at. 
and we'll have clubs up and down the country. And it may be small, tiny little things, you know, or on the business side, on, on the sporting side where people, you know, I'll have, I want to have meetings of premiership clubs in a couple of years where they say, oh, that's different. Why do you do it like that? Yeah. Can I steal that? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> well, one of the things, obviously, as we've mentioned, you've got a huge volunteer basis club. Mm. Just tapped into quite a lot, but then sometimes it's not tapped into possibly enough because we do have a lot of people working for a lot of different organisations, doing a lot of skills, and we sometimes don't necessarily just go, right, who's working for such and such a company or this is the kind of thing yeah. we need to be looking at and, and working for. So maybe, um, I know I mentioned that, I, well, you mentioned I stalked you a little bit on your on your Instagram account and, and Twitter account, but you yeah, you, you suddenly come up one night followed by M, M, M Sport 6, I think it is, and um, on both my Instagram and Twitter, and I was like, hey, what, what's this? Who's this all about? And then I sort of yeah. noticed the little thing, and I was like... It's- it's EM Sports Six, yeah. just if anyone wants to follow. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's um, it, you're right though, and and finding the right people to to do the roles is is really important. Um, I've, I've I've been lucky enough to be director of rugby uh, and involved with sport sport previously as well. And um, getting the right people in the right roles is is so important in voluntary organisations. Um, you know, mirroring the skill set from their day job into what they do at the club is, is paramount to success. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking forward to engaging yeah, with the fans and, and the fan base. And, yeah, it's also you know, the context because when, when, you're, when you're interacting and chatting with people, you might suddenly realise, well, hang on a yeah, minute, he's involved in this organisation. I'd really yeah. love to know how they do this. And you can just go and grab him and go, right, I want to know what this happens. So, yeah, if anyone gets a follow from EM, EM Sports 6, don't worry, <laughs> it's not a strange person. It's just Ed trying to tap us up and work out what Sutton's all about. So, ha- have you known about Sutton? I know you've, you're in rugby. Um, yeah, you, you played. You mentioned to me. Earlier. Oh, many years ago. I, 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 my body's falling apart now with, with the career. And part of my career, I was in, um, I was in finance for a while, and I had a career in the military. Um, so my body's kind of fallen apart over the years, and kept together with tape i think they rolled me out for a vets game once a year which is is just yeah it's, those days are gone. Time, in time yeah the next time you go yeah that was fun yeah <laughs> but i um yeah i don't think i i believe very strongly that sports need to learn from each other as much as possible and running a club you know there's you know there's any similarities in in rugby and football um in the, on the commercial side um obviously numbers are different um but you know you can instill and you can learn so much from each other uh, and not just rugby but all sports and i'm a big believer in talking to people whether it be sporting directors or commercial people at other clubs finding out what they do little niches you know they may have little things about how they do stuff their sports may be played at different times of year they may have all kinds of you know different different elements to be considered um but you've always got to think differently um constantly trying to adapt and and stay ahead um i don't think we should follow anyone <clears throat> i think um with the new kids on the block we're incredibly on trend as a club i mean it's you know 
it's a great brand. It's in an incredibly good area of London where I, you know, we haven't got 20 clubs on our doorstep. So the opportunity is there long-term to build something quite special. And I know we mentioned Southampton, but also, you know, clubs like Brentford, my God, you know, they're, they're potentially going to stay up in the premiership this season. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a staggering, staggering success. So there are, there are plenty of examples out there of clubs that have done it. Um, as long as we're not afraid, as long as we back ourselves and as long as we not just have the vision, but have the, have the people to back it up. Um, anything's, anything's possible for us. Anything at all. Mm. I mean, I keep harping on about Southampton, but one of the things you mentioned there about trying new things and learning from sports, I do remember um, Sir Clive going to Southampton and yeah, it was, it was mocked. It was ridiculous. And um, it was, what does he know? And then there was a little thing that he did about, um, I think it was penalties or free kicks. I can't remember exactly. And he, he grabbed the globe of the youth players because he felt they'd be a bit more receptive. Mm. And I think one of those was Theo Walcott, if my memories, there might be someone after him. Um, and he got, got them to take penalties and he videoed it. And he, when he replayed it back, he said, I got you to take 10 penalties and you didn't take it the same way twice. He said, you're kicking a ball. That's all you're doing. You're kicking a ball to the goal. The routine, everything should be saying, like Johnny Wilkinson used to literally place the ball down and aim for, was it Martha or whatever he said it was in the, in the crowd. And he said, wherever he was, that's what his mindset was. And um, yeah, again, it was just completely just vilified and mocked, isn't it? Isn't it ridiculous? Yeah, I, I, and I think I think football, uh, and I think Harry Redknapp was there at the time, who's, who's you know, very successful manager, school. potentially probably quite old school manager. Um, I, I, I think there was a bit of looking over the shoulder at him. <laughs> Why is he here? What's he doing? But I'm the polar officer. I think you need to embrace these things. You know, you've got a guy here who, who took took a, a country who was, you know, way behind the Southern Hemisphere of professionalism and went and dominated world rugby for five years and, you know, won the ultimate prize. Um, yeah. And his coaching was fascinating. He, you know, if you listen to the players from his generation, you know, that he, they always joke, you know, if you were good at selling sports kit, Clive would probably buy it off you. And, you know, for every 10 things they tried, they chuck five things out. Um, two things would be in and out, three things would be brilliant and they'd keep them forever because they weren't they weren't scared to, to push the envelope and try stuff. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking is where you're saying, oh, we want to try new things. It's, there's going to be a lot of rubbish, um, but you'll find two things. I, I'm not just talking around, you know, um, Terry and Matt and the guys uh, on the pitch, you know, we're talking commercially as well. There's mm-hmm. plenty of scope for us to to do things away from the gate, uh, uh, away from the norm. Um, I've been speaking recently, so I've, I've lots of friends in, in finance and media and all kinds of different um, walks of life. Um, and just talking to them about some of the things they do and just chucking ideas around, you know, we, we, we kind of conceptualize sports as in, in very you know, defined lines, you know, this does this, that does that. Um, sponsor A does this. You know, we, we, we need to we need to really kind of 
think about how we approach things um and i hope in the next few months from some exciting new ideas will be coming out of the club um nothing to be scared of nothing to worry about things to embrace cherish because we're doing it the sutton way um well, one, and one thing i always else say, follow us one thing i always wished we we had done the, the opportunity is gone now so it wouldn't ever have happened but there used to be a pub opposite the plough and I always said we should have bought that pub and we should have run it as Sutton United's pub for the fans to go to during the week and then on a Saturday for the away fans to have a focus to get there and then we have all that money coming in <laughs> all through the week and elsewhere. Um, yeah. Now it's flat. Now it's flats or it will be flats. Um, well, we you know we, we we've got we've got a great estate where we are. Uh, there's an incredible amount of room. There's some really good people looking at the stadium and the stands and um how we develop uh those facilities over the coming years um mm. and it's already started you know yeah. uh, first first parts up the next bit's gonna be going going up in the next couple of weeks so no. you know, we, we uh we are we are going and the train is leaving the station um so it's time to be very brave um and and really take control of of our our destiny in our future um and embrace it but but I, I would like to make one very clear point i guess that i suppose with with my past in the military and rugby custom and tradition is so important to me um history is so important you know i'm the first person to demand players know their club history they know they know about the club they know the values and standards of the club they know the mission statement because it's who they are. Um, mm -hmm. I don't really like talking about owners. You know, I believe we're all, no one owns a club. You know, you talk about Wimbledon. Wimbledon's a great example of that. <clears throat> it was bought, picked up and moved, but the club never moved. The fans never moved. And look at them now, you know, you, you, you never really own a club. The fans own the club, the people own the club, and, and it should never, ever be forgotten. And we make sure whatever we do, However, we progress in the future. However, we modernise. We never forget that. Mm. No, it's it's a a strange, weird little club. Um, I'm really looking forward to how you run with the branding of the brown and yellow. That that that, that that's, a, <laughs> that's a that's a joy difficulty. That really is. You kit next season. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, it's, it's one of the things that at first you're always as a Sutton fan, you're like, oh, I'm not sure about that. But then as, as time goes on and you realise how much it annoys all the other fans, you're like, oh, I really love this. This yeah. is so funny. <laughs> uh, it's just one of the things. And Tin Pot, I think, was chucked at us this week. And uh, I can't remember who, who it was. Um, oh, you're just a Tin Pot club. And then they were inundated with, yeah, we know. <laughs> we're happy with that. Thank you very much. We're small little Sutton and you're in the same competition as us. Oh, abs have a, absolutely. Have a great absolutely. Day. Yeah, absolutely embrace being yeah. underdogs and embrace, yeah. embrace being, you know, marginalised because, the, you know, sport's got a funny way of things coming back and biting you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always very careful about what you say about <laughs> the clubs because you never know when it's going to come back round. No, exactly. You never know when we're going to want to um, use them for something. <laughs> That's what exactly. we love. Yeah. We, we make friends everywhere we go. Um, but the just to get a little vibe, and I'm not asking for any details, but when you say commercial, mm. 
you're not talking about shop and sponsorship is is a is a, a bigger Picture, picture thing. Well, there's, there's, yeah, there's there's lots of tiers. Um, everything from you know who, who our main sponsors are to um, our match day, and, and this is something really important: our match day activities. Mm-hmm. Um, how we can uplift facilities that we have. You know, there are facilities that are going to need to potentially stay longer um, as we develop other parts of the ground. Uh, so we need to look at how we can smarten those up potentially how we can improve um, the match day experience for fans and get better value for them, um, get more interest in season tickets, and uh, look at look at how we can potentially do season tickets in a different different format. So there's there's a wide range of things we can look at. Um, yeah, huge scope. So not predominantly at the moment I'm looking around match day mm-hmm. um, because there are certainly facilities there that are going to have to stay um, longer than I don't. Well, I'd say longer than we probably want, but you know, finances are what they are at the moment. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're not Man City. <laughs> uh, we have to be very sensible because whilst this is a very exciting journey, we, you know, I talked about owners. We, you know, people are custodians of this club, um, mm-hmm. and there is no point going ott just yet we need to be we need to get to where we need to be to to tick boxes and have the right regulations but ultimately the protection of this club after you know kind of 125 years almost we we need to need to make sure that this club is now a football league club for the next 25 years Mm -hmm. Uh, well Premiership club in 25 years. <laughs> I think, you, you, I think you know what I mean. 2032, I think, is, is the current trajectory if we carry on. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see what the five, 10 year plan comes out <laughs> as. <laughs> um, just a little aside, and you may not know it and it may not have ever come up, but there was what you're saying about the, the match day experience and sort of maximizing everything that we can on there. Um, there was quite a lot of conversation on the meet the manager evening. I don't know if um, it was mentioned to to you at all because there was a whole two sections. It was Matt, great, lovely, wasn't it marvelous? We're promoted, yep. and as soon as Bruce sat down, everyone just started talking about how difficult it was to get a beer. <laughs> it was, really it went on and on and on. It was like, <laughs> guys, we're in the football league. Let's 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 move on. And yeah, fair play to Bruce. He said, "Yeah, I, I do know, and I see money walking away from the bar." And it breaks my heart. <laughs> so um, hopefully there'll be some something that we can get a beer um, and enjoy enjoy their match a bit more. Not enjoy the match. The matches are great actually, uh, but just the whole the whole the whole day. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you'll find like various Sutton fans on on the social medias, and you'll start sort of realizing people's personalities. Um, most people would literally love to talk to anyone about something so just grab them and i'm sure they'll they'll um yeah and, and it goes both ways whenever people see me around the club I'll, I'll be based at the club probably three days a week i'll be working mm-hmm. at the club about three days a week um going forward um and i'll be at as many matches as i can be but you know grab me um say hi to me tell me your <laughs> thoughts um uh you know give me your opinion on stuff I, i'm always keen to message me on social media i'm always keen you know communications is king um i've seen clubs that don't communicate and it kills them so yeah. 
you know, we will communicate and I, well, I will certainly communicate as much as I possibly can uh, with the fan base uh, and any organization around the club um, because we're in this together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just probably we'll make this the final point um, and AB refused to be drawn on, on, on the answer. But just to double check that the, the curver, which I'm, well, I was trying to show, but it's not working. The curver is, is safe from any kind of plans in the future. It's always going to be standing there. Mike's little miserable spot is going to be there forever and ever and ever. Yeah. I, 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 am not, <laughs> I, I am not privy to that information as yet. Um, I do not. I do not know. It's a I short can't answer. understand one. No one will just give me the answer. Which, which, one. which, which side's that? The, so, the as you um, come in. So on in the main stand. Yeah, to the left. To the left on the far side. Uh, it's okay. fine. I'm, I'm joking. I know. I know. It's. it's not I don't know. List. I don't know. It's not on the list um, yet, but it is going to be like, on the list. There do you know? So I, I remember when my my. Um, the really important reason I mentioned that to my father's a season ticket holder at, at St. Mary's. And when he lost his seat at the old Dell, oh goodness, it was it was World War Three at home. It was he was so depressed. And he went to St. Mary's and sat there miserably. And then Cooman came along and then things flew and he forgot all about the Dell. And he forgot all about his his seat that had no well, roof yeah. over it. And yeah, no. his view was wasn't that great. So uh, like I said, we need to embrace change, and no, um, as long as as long as the quality's on the pitch, um, I think fans will will be happy. It's actually a conversation we've been having with a couple of people. Anyway, um, you'll notice as you come along, we're quite quiet as a crowd. Um, there's the, the, the youth guys really do try, and I, my hats off to them because I'm such a hypocrite because I'll sit there going, oh, "It's not much atmosphere here today," being silent myself. Um, but I think part of it is because quite a lot of the terracing is, is wide open. There's no roof. So any sound mm -hmm. people do do make just goes into the into the ether. So perhaps a little bit of, um, as much as it would pain me, a little bit of <laughs> regeneration would make people move to different spots on the ground and we'd all be standing together. Because the game on Tuesday where there was only 300 of us um, at Wigan, there was a lot of noise. And I, I've had people, friends who aren't that interested in something, watched it on TV and they're like, we could only hear you guys. And it was like, there was 5,000 Wigan fans there. So it is something we need to kind of go, oh, do you know what? <laughs> we need to do something as well, but it's hard because we all have our own favorite little little pieces of concrete that we like to stand or sit near. <laughs> we, <laughs> all very we all do, we all do. Very attached. But thank you very much, Ed. That was really, really useful. And, and nah, pleasure. Really, really good for people to know. So I'm sure people will, will grab you um and um yeah send you messages to say reach out to any of the fans most people will be delighted to talk about something united um you will have to probably put a time limit on it though you have to go yeah no, five minutes. <laughs> uh, as i said come and find me come say hello um this is an incredibly exciting time um yeah. and uh i will all i can promise um you know with any decision you know, one in 10 people will go, oh, I'm not sure about that. I don't like that. But other nine will go, great. So we will, and I will certainly be doing everything I can to help push this club on and on and on um, and just continue this this great story. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. Take care. Pleasure. Good luck with it. Come back anytime you like. Cheers, Mike. Right. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Yeah,
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.